Hi, dear beloved. This is Oma, and you are now listening to The Rest Podcast. On today's episode of the Closer Than a Brother series, we are treating a very important topic. And just before I dive into it, and dive into the fact that I have a guest on the show, this is me welcoming every single person who is listening to the podcast for the first time. You are warmly welcome. Ask everybody on the internet space. Oma gives the warmest virtual hugs. So I'm sending you the warmest virtual hugs. And I just want to say that you are welcome. Beloved, I am grateful for all the feedbacks we've gotten on the Closer Than a Brother series. A lot of people are talking and you guys are saying a lot of very encouraging things. And I'm so glad that the series have been very helpful. So today's topic is on platonic friendships. And I know that this topic particularly has been very controversial because people don't believe that a male and a female can be just friends. I am here with the evidence of platonic friendships. (laughs) Yes, I don't need to explain. I have evidence. And my guest today is by Everybears. So, my name is Aizai Otewole. I am a photographer mm-hmm. and I manage a multimedia company, basically. That's it. Isaiah has been my friend for how many years now? I think it's like six, seven years. Yeah, six, seven. Six, seven. If not. Yeah, six, seven. It's been like 2017. No, you came around 2016. 2016. Yeah. He has been my friend for that long and I've come to enjoy platonic friendship as God has helped us. So let's go fully into this conversation. conversation. How do we become friends? What brought us together? You know, everything in between. Okay. So we attended the same secondary school. Yep, the same secondary she school. She was the new student in the class age. A very smart one. So it was. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for giving my flowers. <laughs> and everybody thought Isaiah got a competition, but it didn't feel that way to me. It wasn't even a competition. You are always making this. What is is your accident? Okay, well. Let me give you guys a real gist. I came to that class, bagged all the awards. I left. Only, I left only maths and science courses for you because I was not a science student. And you have the guts <laughs> to say that I wasn't competition just because. I was an accident. <laughs> that was not how I remembered it. Okay. You know, as a science student, you have to prioritize some things. <laughs> and you had to, so I just had to put on those science cap, those science subjects. They had to take major priority. But we are not going there, right? And we are not going there right now. But basically, we became friends mostly because we had so much in common. Yeah. We had so many conversations, even while still the secondary second school, school majored on movies and music. Music. God, we loved foreign music. Oh god, we listened to too many. We were always singing, even in class, we were singing from musicals, from movies, cartoons, everything. Yeah. Everything we sang. That was basically it. That's basically how we met. What brought us together was secondary school. My, my parents brought me to their school after a lot happened at my former school. Long story, but that is how we met. So I'd like us to start speaking about platonic friendships. To you, what is a platonic friendship? So I would say every relationship is intended to be platonic unless otherwise. Mm. It is not romantic. It is not sexual until until marriage. That so, is what I would say. That so is, now let me so speak now, oh, let me speak plainly. Platonic friendships are friendships that are non-sexual and non-romantic in yeah. nature. Platonic relationships. And they usually exist between male and female. And female. That's what a platonic friendship is. So like what sets our friendship apart? 
what makes it different from other relationships okay i'm going to start something that sets this particular relationship up. i think we were talking about before we started it was it is really the presence of the holy spirit and the fact that we are believers that are submitted to god or are submitting <laughs> because, <laughs> because we are in the process so i think to me that's like one of the things that stands out i think it's the purity of this particular relationship and the presence of the holy spirit and our partnership with him so but i have to hide i have to hide precious god into knowing god and the holy spirit yes. a lot more earlier yes. than i did so i would say earliest in our relationship it was out of self respect for one another as an individual i knew how to be an upright person i'm using upright and not uptight <laughs> deliberately so she was an upright oh. person she stood for something and she knew what she stood for i've always known her from secondary school and she stood so it was absolutely from a place of self respect and then later when i became a spirit filled christian mm. and i got introduced to the person of the holy spirit most of our conversations still went around god so like she said the holy spirit still is, is what sets our relationship you know the thing you said about how that before you came into the fold and yeah. everything into the christian fold yeah. deeply is what's going to sponsor my next question there's a way that we can have this episode and it will make you look like oh we've not had any challenges we've had a smooth ride a smooth sailing so like i know we have disagreed and we've had challenges so i just want us to like talk about that how we navigated those challenges and what exactly they were. i would say one of the major challenge we faced that time was the first time you left for school she left for school and she became very very distant so i was home they didn't get admitted so i had to stay back home that particular but she left for school and after leaving for school she became very distant even calls sometimes she wouldn't pick in some conversations she would keep deliberately brief it was sad yeah because she she came back and then that was when we now spoke at length i think yeah. that was one of the first of our lengthy yeah. conversations yeah i remember yeah so it was quite a lengthy conversation but i think that was the major challenge it could have ended yeah. the friendship could have just ended at that time when the gap was built up or it was mended in one day of conversation and consistency yeah that was it yeah and you know that that will become something that will become a place of strength for us that even if i've not spoken to isaiah in like months yeah when i meet him it's going to be like we did not <laughs> not speak for months it's so true because we'll just speak off from anywhere like nobody's saying Oh, so you forgot me or something nobody, like that. Nobody, nobody yeah. knows. It's not a thing we it do. It has never happened. No <laughs> right, I know you haven't forgotten. Yes. And the moment we see, we just pick it up from there immediately. So true. Another challenge on my own end, it was most of the challenges was from the onset when I was more into the faith. You know, the scripture says to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So if we're going to be very real with ourselves, you know that there are some things you just cannot have in common with someone who doesn't share the same faith you share or take Jesus as seriously as you do. And sometimes I couldn't even explain things. So for me, that was actually one of the major challenges because I couldn't relate with him except it was based on music or other things. So conversations were so limited. And when I went to school, that was when I said actually build my faith in christ True. personally True. but not just when my parents handed down to me so it was really the major challenge it was the different belief systems that we had so friendships evolve over time yes we have changes we have different circumstances 
especially for you i always ask you because right. i am always leaving for school how did you handle it because i don't know how god helps you too but like nope. it has never affected the friendship how do you handle all the change to be honest i never really sat down to say okay this is a strategy that i would use yeah <laughs> but like we said also before we started recording ultimately you want to have that one friend that sticks around you know we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother there is another one that sits right inside <laughs> right inside of you and we have that in common so it just feels as though he knows and he he picks it up right from there he's always been there when you're not around the conversation is just as good with him and when you're right there i can trust that he is speaking through you it just works that way it could be so it's it's always been natural Okay, talking about friendships evolving over time, one of the shifts that happened in your life was when you became the manager oh, yeah. here at yeah, Admission yeah, okay. Studios. And I was already very used to always coming around conversations. Yeah. We would literally spend hours, maybe a day talking. So I had gotten so used to that. So when he got this position, I had to do a lot of adjusting because there are more people now in the picture. There were people around you, people you are working with and then your home literally became your studio so I could not even come around as much anymore because he was working and you know I think that this is something that is very important we must learn to know how to adjust as our friends, as their lives adjust you can't demand the same things from them I cannot call you and say oh you don't even come, you don't even check up on me you just claim that you're busy in your studio I cannot do that because that did yeah. yeah so that was one of the major changes, that's why like what you said what really helps is the Holy Spirit, Leaning on the Holy Spirit as the ultimate person. I'm not just... And not you can't just place your emotional burdens on other people. people. The Holy Spirit majorly the first and the last. So I think that's something that has been helping us as we evolve. Mm-hmm. It's almost like because we are growing. I don't even know. Do you know? I'm trying so hard to put words. But I just know it's the Holy Spirit and a lot of intentionality. Truly. I just want us to discuss concerning boundaries because one of the things that helps platonic friendships lose them is boundaries because i've seen a lot of people who have tried to be platonic friends remember how we refuse to use the word bestie (laughs) because when people hear that a girl and a guy are best friends they think particularly one time bestie became something else yes i mean people were everybody if if you label bestie then it meant something very entirely so it wasn't really smart to put ourselves space and you know how words you might not be what you guys have but people would define it that way and people definition projected equally sometimes puts ideas in your own yeah so that way we just thought it best not to call ourselves best okay you know before we jump to the boundaries part (laughs) let's talk about this misinterpretation since you brought Mm, it up (laughs) let's (laughs) (laughs) i cannot count how many times my family members have planned weddings (laughs) <laughs> I cannot. I think they pushed from my own end, and even from even from my end. In all honesty, I think everybody tell at them. home thinks I'm not in a relationship. Why? Because I am in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you get. You so like, you get that. Uh, so everybody's like, so there is, there is, there is some. I think the only thing we just haven't, they haven't done is to get the hanko and say, oh yeah, we oh, have yeah, settled oh, everything. Wow. <laughs> she come dressed it. <laughs> This has been one of the biggest misinterpretations, and it's that yeah. we're dating. Probably we are secretly dating, and we just chose not to. Yeah, tell we just chose not to tell anyone. Well, this is a disclaimer. We are not dating. We are not dating. <laughs> we don't have plans <laughs> to. <laughs> as the 
mean, it's not gonna happen, mm-hmm. okay? And I think it's how that we're always trying to put a name on things. You know the thing you were saying earlier about how that even in, in Christendom, yeah. you just feel like male and females cannot be friends. Just, it's either you guys are intended, intended for marriage yeah. or you guys have nothing to do together. Yes. You shouldn't um, really, really be so, because you would miss out on so, on so much. much you know let me tell you guys something also there was this particular time i felt quite alone and then i was saying to god i said god give me a friend precious is out of town i need a friend you know i know the holy spirit is right here and we're always talking it's still the holy spirit i'm speaking with right of yeah. course so i'm like i need i need someone right? so, and guess what i was literally looking out for another lady why because i was so used to having a she as a friend. Yeah. So I had my high set out for, okay, where is the girl? And then the Holy Spirit just said to me, what is wrong with it? This is the person right here. And it's a guy. <laughs> We've been together for the longest of time. And we are still so close. Yeah. What I'm saying is, you miss out on a lot if you just limit yourself to one particular gender. And you would miss out on a lot if you only intend for marriage in every single in relationship. Every single relationship. You, I you mean, you are not the woman at the well. <laughs> you cannot have a husband. I think it's a balance. Yeah. We know we need a lot of messages carry the necessity to be, yeah. to be intentional. Yeah. Like marry your friend. Marry your friend. Mm. Be calm about it. Just relax. Ca- just relax. That is basically it. I want to be in the will of God so early in time that things just play out right. I don't want to have to get first it. Like, first things. I don't like, want to have no to. rush, no, no pressure. You know the thing you said about how the, the friend that you are praying for had always been there, always... but you didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Just helps us to like buttress on the point to be making on every episode about letting God choose your friends. Yeah. Sometimes those people that you need might just be there with you, but your you eyes. Not- have not been opened so to see them as friends so i'm a firm believer in platonic friendships i believe that a male and a female can be just friends, just friends. but let's talk about boundaries mm-hmm. because one of the things that always affects opposite the... sex friendships is boundaries when you don't know where to cross areas to not cross you can't mm-hmm. be friends with somebody and you guys are having i've seen some people i'm like what's with all this physical contact like what's going on here <laughs> the looseness the the everything there just has to be boundaries and i feel like as christians we already have boundaries if we will just follow the laws of god we already have and boundaries what was the word you used that time restraint right one of the yes, episodes restraint, exactly. they would restrain you so let's talk about these boundaries do we have any boundaries in our relationship? We do have we boundaries. We do have boundaries. We, we do have boundaries. But what you should also know is we never sat down to make So boundaries. actually make them. They are kind of like unspoken, but, but they, are, they there. are there. Before we keep talking about our own boundaries, I just want to say that this doesn't mean that it is not okay to have spelled out boundaries. It is. Especially when you are setting out and being friends with someone and you realize, okay, this is someone God wants me to have in my life as a friend. I think it's also important to have boundary conversations. For instance, I have boundary conversations with some people. When they cross it, I'm like, okay, so brother, <clears throat> over here. <laughs> this is how it works. Yeah, this, is how, this is how it works around me. Yeah, so I think it's it's important. But for us, it, it wasn't just it something wasn't. we ever sat down to say, okay. Is that thing you said about respect? That was what I was just going to go back to. I said, fundamentally, it was self-respect for one another. Yeah. It is essential. Too many times, we as Christians make an attempt to accommodate and 
and an attempt to accommodate or a compromise. Yeah. A true relationship is intended to be governed around some rules. That is the only way it would really work. Two things contribute to the contents of our heart. It could be the words, the conversations you yeah. have. If it's not governed, it would build up some unnecessary emotions. Another thing is physical contact. If it's yeah. not governed, it would build up unnecessary emotions. Yeah. It is two things you have to really, really keep in mind. And that is something we do. We have a lot of conversations governing a lot of things. But some things we would just never talk about. Talk about. Because you should not be discussing it with someone you don't mm-hmm. want to get married to. That is it. Something so, you just you know what it is. Like basically, I feel like sometimes when people ask these questions, how far is too far? Why do you want to go too far? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I just think that one of the major things that makes any kind of relationship work, especially as Christians, in fact, as believers, yeah. is living in obedience to God's laws. You cannot walk in the spirit. You cannot walk with God. Walk in the spirit and obey the dictates of the flesh. And it's the flesh that causes all of the wars and rivalries we have. So if we walk after the spirit, there are times when I know, you know, at this point, I need to say goodnight and just go. And just go. This conversation is... mm, Mm, This conversation mm, shouldn't go any further further than this. So, so so true. There is always that, like it said, there is always that witness in your spirit. Listen, you guys might be friends, but the middleman still is the Holy Spirit. It wants things to work. It is the binding force. And the moment you kick him out, that is when things get crazy. That is when outbreak becomes a thing. Guy, friendship habits are so painful. Do you know? I personally believe that the enemy can put his hand in friendships that God did not intend to be romantic to ruin it. Because there's a way that romantic feelings just mess things up. It's easier for people who were not friends before they started to date, they suddenly broke up to be friends than people who are friends first, then, then start to date when they break up. Break it's usually worse. So I have literally had relationships when the Holy Spirit told me point. Like pinpoint and clear, and this is something I do when a new person comes into my life. I ask the Holy Spirit, Who is this person supposed to be to me? Who have you named this person to be? Sometimes you can say, Oh, this person is going to be your business partner for something I'll call you to do it. So, even if that brother comes and is forming spouse of the year, <laughs> there is no road. And then before you know, I start to notice that feelings, you know, feelings now, when you're close to somebody, once in a while, just, your heart starts to go it is only certain na- places. It is, I think it's only it's, natural. It's only natural, exactly. right? Then the Holy Spirit will literally, it literally feels like a drawing ear moment when he says, <clears throat> you better. <laughs> My mother will tell us in Igbo, she'll say, draw away God. That's Igbo for advise yourself. Advice you, know, you know when Nigerian friends come, say, advise yourself. <laughs> Oh, Do you my, understand? My own mom would say it this way, especially when you know for a show that it's not the one. She would say, Do not smell what you, you have don't want no intention to eat. That is exactly. in your mouth. So she would say, Do not even bother about it because you would get too invested to let it go. Yes. Exactly. That's just what always happens. So if we can just walk with the Holy Spirit, the devil can, he's always trying to ruin things. The devil is a thief. Mm-hmm. It's how every mom says, She says, He doesn't want what you have. He just wants to ruin it. He's not. He doesn't want that relationship or anything. He just wants to always spoil things for you. So I think it's important that we learn self-control, knowing how to restrain, knowing when to say, knowing when no. to say, knowing that you should be able to. Because some people feel like the heart wants what it wants. How do they say? <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. You cannot control who you 
the 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 truth about the heart wants what it wants is basically your hunger for what you feed yourself for playing man you got yourself so many friends who are in a relationship it is only natural you see every lady has a potential potential that is just it i mean imagine if every conversation boiled around how i met a girl I like the girl we're in a relationship. This is what happened between yeah. I and my boyfriend. This is what my boyfriend, my girlfriend did for me. I mean, come on. How long do you think it would take for you to get a girlfriend? It just works that way. You know, okay, one of the things that you have to know is when you know it is that season for it, you feed on those things. Yeah. That is exactly how it works. When the season for it comes, you feed on those things. When the season for prayer comes and you cannot find yourself praying, you feed on prayer. When it's season for relationship comes, there is a way you act and just hoping yourself up for a relationship. Ladies know that especially. But if you are not, keep the boundaries clear. Yeah. Do not give feed yourself on things that keep the boundaries keep clear. The boundaries. And you know, I should also add also for you. Oftentimes, you don't even know. It's a good place to be. Likewise, you just want to be governed by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, the sincere aim you love for the other person. So, love does not want anything for himself. That is basically the best. It's fundamental in friendship. Why? Because you have to be genuine enough to see yeah. the person you love grow with you and independent of, of you. you. That is it. Highlight that. That is it because, because mm, too many times, too many times, you just you think you're right, yeah, and you're not. So when the moment you now realize that you're heartbroken, you now are no longer committed to the development of, of that, that person. person. Because we feel like if people must blow, let them blow with us when together. It, exactly. If you, if you won't blow with us to, together, if I'm on your go. success story, so you just want to be. And you know, some people that feel like as soon as you stop being friends with them, your life will wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Like let something terrible just let happen. something they are waiting it's to get the to bad you, so you stop being friends with me now. Like I, I've always known. it's not that deep. You're not, you're, you're not a big deal. You're not the best thing that happened to all of us. Be, I mean, be be true to yourself. If you're at that place, you're not sure. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Honesty you always get you true. Honestly, be honest with God. Sincere with Him. Sincere. God, I have this lady. I like her. Yeah. So cool, but I really, really like her. Now I know that I am not supposed to be in a relationship, but it would really help me to know if she is the one, so yeah. I could put my heart right. It's those conversations you have with the Holy Spirit that just makes sense. I think one of the things that has also revolutionized my life is just speaking, speaking to, to the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Firmly, before I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and got introduced to the personality of the Holy Spirit, you were the second person to every single one of my head conversation. Why? Because I am always talking with you. So I could guess what your response would be. I know for sure because we're always talking. Yeah. So when I got introduced to the person of the Holy Spirit, he became the second person to every single one of my conversations. No matter how vain it is, no matter how, no matter vain. how vain it is, trust me, he will never leave nor forsake you as yeah. long as you choose to be honest humbly request for help oh god this friend i've been having my talk towards you are not as clean as it usually yeah. was help me and then he would tell you things you don't even expect he just he does tell that you, keep your distance man what is wrong with you all right all right i'm communicating like this has happened to me a lot of times <laughs> this is what i'm talking about boundaries and yeah. also what to do when you feel like okay maybe feelings mm. are coming up somewhere or somehow these things are natural yeah. but the believer's natural habitat is not the natural it's the spirit so we can't say oh because this is natural let Wait, us just, let's let's just it let it be no we admit okay it's natural but what to do with it like he said is to speak to the holy spirit i really had times and i'm like oh my holy spirit <laughs> <laughs> your girl has fallen <laughs> and then 
has a beautiful sense of humor. So he goes, I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? And then one day I was literally almost crying because I was so distracted by these emotions. And basically, I'm just saying that the Holy Spirit has got you. He's got you. He's got you. He's got basically. You. We have kind of we, we kind of okay. <laughs> But I feel like that detour was completely was essential. Let's talk about how this relationship has helped us grow personally, emotionally all around i'm going to start it's so important to have godly friends people that god can use to reach out to you when you are not hearing him emotionally this relationship has really helped me go because one of the things that god did for you is to help you process emotions especially when it comes to cases of guilt yeah because i knew that in your work with god that was something god really helped you with and that was something i struggled with because I'm very self-critical. So, when I'm going, oh, I shouldn't have. Isaiah just helps me and says, this is how God sees it. This is how you should say it. This is, and then he just helps me to, like, put things in focus, even spiritually. Sometimes I call Isaiah and I'm speaking, and then he's just like, so I was meditating on this part. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God! I didn't even know Jack about meditation. It was you. You don't know it here. I'm not talking Honestly, about. I don't. You don't know, know exactly. <laughs> but he always goes so the scripture, and when you speak with him, one, two, three words, and scriptures are just falling from everywhere. That was one of the things that really made me start getting married. He's always growing, so I have to also grow to meet up with that same flow. And then there's something Isaiah is very good at. Picking something I love and doing it better than me. Yes. You picked Francis River. She's a beautiful and writer. Read, he read more Francis Rivers than I did. She's picked photography. He's a manager now. Like, you guys, you have to do more me. <laughs> Ravi Zacharias. I told you about Ravi Zacharias. Now look at you knowing more about Ravi. So that was actually something that I learned from is his ability to commit to things and to commit to people. Yeah. I have learned from this relationship and it has given me a lot of balance our friendship has really helped me grow and evolve over the years so from me i would pick my notes out of the mail i sent to you on hey. your birthday <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things i wrote in that mail was i said you have in your character and words you have evangelized christianity You know, people would say it's difficult to really, really preach to your friends. But I would say you have, before I ever became a full-fledged Christian, I saw you shine, convinced of what God has for you. So spiritually, you evangelized. Okay, you remember the time where you sent messages to my phone without yeah. my permission? Yeah, yes. she, I was, yes. I was to collect something as an issue. He wanted music, and I sent and, and she sent a message, and it is something I still do to my friends now. When I know a friend is leaving for school, I go over to their home and I said, "Let me send you some messages." They, they don't even have to ask me. I just know when the moment come, they yeah, will listen. Yeah. And that was exactly what happened for me. So spiritually. You were a beacon right up there just shining and saying, come, come, come. Emotionally, God, like she said, a few weeks ago before she came to town, something happened and then I just immediately knew, God, if she had been around, she would have been the perfect person to tell. Like, this is what I'm going through. This is what has been happening. I just really, really want to tell somebody about it. And likewise, whenever something gets me super excited, she would be excited for me. And it's a good place to be. You really want to have friends who are genuinely 
happy about your success. God, it is. It's just. It is necessary. It is everything. It is everything. You could share your success with them. Equally, you could share your failure, your failure with them. You're not judgmental. You know, watching to see you fail. This relationship has been yeah. one of the most beneficial relationship I've had. And it's amazing because I know you may be listening to this and be thinking, oh, it's giving, <laughs> oh, but I feel like we're too in a hurry to just celebrate the results and we don't want to go through the processes. So I'm basically saying this to say that as you listen, pick out the things that God is staring in your heart concerning those relationships in your life. You cannot marry everybody. You can't. Not everybody in your life has to end up liking you. I know that some people who draw a sense of self-worth from relationships. So many. You need to learn how to be dependently independent. I think it's a healthy place to be in where even if anything happens now. Okay, let's say you relocate to a new country. completely lose my number. I'm not able to talk anymore. I will feel it. I would miss you. But I'm not going to be wreck like, that, that is it's like i said the guess. holy spirit picks it up he, he makes provision he, 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 for, he's he, right he's the yeah one. Like, if he allows it to happen he's made provision for it that is what happens when you submit your relationship to god so we've said a lot <laughs> we've had a lot of laughs and as we wrap up do you have anything you'd like to say okay so lastly i would say in every relationship be it a female female male female relationship you want to be honest with the state of your heart but when we get conscious of the contents of our heart sometimes we want to pull away but that is not what god requires sometimes and sometimes he just requires you to pull away but sometimes he wants you right there to fix it in that relationship where you are envious and jealous he still wants you in the midst of it to fix you that's the best place to grow because you're right there in it and then you find yourself a few months later you could say like peter jesus i love you you see my heart you know I love you. I could look at a few friends and I would say to them, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you. I really want to see you grow. If I have to be a part of it, God wills it. If I don't have to be a part of it, then let it be so. But you just want to be true to the state of your heart. And how do you get true? Do you want to speak to the Holy Spirit? Some things are hidden you even to you. I speak. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, remember when we were talking about how the Holy Spirit have a sense of humor and yes. most people cannot even relate. Yes. The Holy Spirit is funny. He relates. Put away the religious spirit and just say to God, God, I have this friend and she is growing in a way I never foresaw. God, I haven't grown so much, but I want to love her even as she grew. That's the best place. To you were not a born again before you became a born again. You were a sinner and then become a born again. It won't let you go now. Yeah. Just talk to yeah. God, man. That's that's basically yeah. it. And as we close, I just want to say that every episode that we make on this podcast is with the goal that oh, you're becoming more like what Jesus wants you to become. And I know that God will have us have Christian communities that are thriving. Christian communities that are not filled with so much emotional entanglements. Christian communities that are pure, even as young people. So I hope that everything we've shared and everything that the Holy Spirit will inspire in your heart as you listen to this episode is something that you put to use because I received a lot of testimonies for the Closer Than a Brother series. I just really hope that the goal of the series is being established and one of the things God told us was that He will heal friendships. He will remake some. He will take away some. 
thank you so much. <laughs> I dare. Thank you so much. Wait, let me ask you one personal question. Have you ever used me as a shield to shield off any relationship? Well, that is <laughs> <laughs> You just came to mind now. Well, that is a very serious question. I've had those close moments. So what I do is and I know that this particular person is interested in me and they're just disturbing me. I just start to always talk about my friend Isaiah. So that the person just knows, oh, oh. <laughs> so there is an Isaiah. Mine is I wouldn't even bother putting them straight. I just let them assume on. And I don't blame so, them because it's because of the way the system has become mm-hmm. you just i've seen things i've seen best friend things it's very dirty stuff so i feel like it's not totally oh. our fault but we shouldn't let the world define what this kind of relationship should be to us it has to be the bible way all right so we have come to the end of this episode i know that you don't want it to end and this is a good moment for us to just pray father in jesus name amen Father, we thank you because this is a day that you have made. And we thank you for the amazing testimonies we've gotten in the last few episodes. God, we bless you why? because friendship, like marriage, is an initiative that you made. And we know there is a pattern, there is an intended order of things, there is an intention for how every relationship ought to be. And you have the templates rightly written in our hearts and the hearts of every believer. We pray that you would teach us to fully conform to that image, to have relationship that yields beautiful fruits, to have relationship that are honest and sincere. And like she prayed in the last episode, every relationship that needs to be broken, be broken. Every relationship that needs to be built, be built. The people would see first the Holy Spirit as the friend and the truest example of a real friend so they can truly love other people. May you teach us to love ourselves so we can be genuine to love the people around us. And God, we bless you for the amazing things you have in store for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So have yourselves an amazing rest of the week. Till next time, don't forget to share all of the episodes. Don't forget to respond to the Spotify question prompt. And don't forget to follow us on our IG page. I love you so much. I'm rooting for you and your friends. Bye.